0: As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. There's no crying in baseball! I ate his liver with some father-beatiness. I
1: skipped That
0: was totally wicked!
1: If I can change, and you can change, everybody can change! welcome back to another episode of your next favorite movie. I am your host Josh G and today I am joined by Peter Pikowski. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Now Peter I know you have a blog and do other stuff so why don't you go ahead and take a minute and talk about some of that.
0: Sure so um, I keep a blog called A feeding in the Aisle. It's a WordPress blog um, and I update it probably every week once a week. And then I also am writing, I'm a freelance writer. So I've written for anthologies um, and other websites. I have a article on Tim Burton coming up in a Tim Burton anthology um, about corporal bodies and his use of bodies. Um, So that's coming out in March. And then I have two um, articles about transgender issues and RuPaul's Drag Race into separate queer film and television anthology
1: all right very interesting Peter. you i gotta admit you chose a movie that i'd never heard of Hmm. like i only know uh woody allen and diane keaton from annie hall that's really all i know that they've done i didn't even know they did another one but you chose the movie another movie of course woody allen directs from 1993 called manhattan murder mystery
0: Why don't you come in for a, a second and have a drink with us? Oh. Couldn't okay.
1: you keep the conversation going a little longer in there? This guy showed me his stamp collection
0: one more time. You know, they're looking forward to their anniversary. She had a heart attack. (gasps) She's dead. Never once mentioned that she had a heart condition. (laughs) Maybe this guy killed
1: her, you know? Like he's got like a young tootsie stash. No, no, no. This guy gets his jollies from licking the back of postage
0: stamps. Hi, I I thought I'd bring you some uh, chocolate mousse. I know how much you enjoyed the last dessert. I was looking in his covers and I came across. This urn Ashes? Funeral
1: ashes? Did you wash your hands?
0: Only, he says, he had his wife buried.
1: That's what you do if you don't want an autopsy. What do you mean you snuck into his apartment? Are you nuts? Well, stop being such a funny gun. has gotten into you lately, <sighs> for crying out loud. Save a little craziness for menopause. He's oh. gotten away with murder. Our only chance is to nab him as he tries to kill again. She wasn't murdered. It was a coronary. It was a coronary, folks. I you want know. to
0: take another look around his apartment. No, oh, I just...
1: forbid you. I forbid you to go. I'm forbidding. Is that what you do when I forbid. Why don't we go home and nap and we'll call the police and they can check it out. Oh, well, no, the
0: police and... are red tape. Come on, this is my case, honey. Okay, he used the name Tom Walden. We, we gotta run a check, check on it. that, okay? Run a yeah, check on, on it. What, you wanna beat it down to the morgue? I figured out how he killed her. He gagged her, and tied her to the treadmill, and then he turned the exercise program up to Olympic levels.
1: There's nothing oh. wrong with you that can't be killed with a little Prozac and a polo mallet. She's in a strange room. Probably just a little drunk. Perrier. I I don't understand why you're not more fascinated with this. I mean, we could be living next door to a murderer, Larry. Well, New York is a melting pot. So, Peter, when did you first see this movie?
0: Um, I saw it run when it came out in 1993. So I was about 12, 13 years old. I had a close family friend who loved Woody Allen. So he took me to see it. It's interesting that you mentioned Annie Hall, because Annie Hall originally was supposed to be a murder mystery, too. Um that oh, wow, the, I did not know yeah, that. That was, his, that was Alan's original concept, was to make it a, a murder mystery. And yeah, he and Diane Keaton made about, I think, five or six films together. Okay. Yeah, and uh, this was one that they made together after a long period of them being, not making films together. It was probably 15 years before, they the, a gap of 15 years, and then they got together. Interestingly enough, it was supposed to be Mia Farrow was going to play the female lead but then obviously their personal life kind of imploded Diane Keaton kind of stepped in in the last minute so actually that part was written for Mira Farrow um okay yeah so um so anyway, so uh, I had a close family friend um who loved Woody Allen and uh, I knew of Woody Allen a little bit I was 13 so obviously I was I wasn't his target audience. The movie is light enough, I think, that a 13-year-old could appreciate it, especially since I did like Agatha Christie and I did like uh, Murder, Show and stuff like that.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. So how long before you think it became your favorite film? Like, you put this at the top.
0: Uh, It probably was a little bit because then I kind of, like, filed it away. So it probably was another few years. Like any 12 or 13 year old, I I gravitated more towards films that were like geared toward me. So I liked Batman movies and things like that. And I liked comedies. And then it took a little bit until I started seeing other Woody Allen movies. And then I, so probably another three or four years before I actually said, wow, this is one of my favorite movies.
1: All right. Awesome. So for those who were like me, now I have watched it since because I went and found it and watched it. But for those like me who hadn't even heard of this or don't know what it's about, why don't you give a brief synopsis for the people? What was this film
0: about? Sure. Um, so it's basically about a middle-aged couple, the Lipmans, Diane Keaton and uh, Woody Allen. They live in a really beautiful apartment in Manhattan. They become kind of friends with neighbors. I mean, it's funny because in big cities, you hardly ever know your neighbors. That's part of what the film is about. And they become friends with the, the, the couple next door. It's an older couple. The wife dies. Initially, they think it's a heart attack. But then uh, Diane Keaton's character, who's going through a midlife crisis anyways, because her son's out of... Out of the house and so she's going through some empty nest syndrome anyways starts to spin off this crazy murder mystery because she doesn't believe that the wife actually died of a heart attack alan aldo's in it and he plays her best friend who also has a crush on her and (laughs) instead of like pushing the brakes on it he kind of encourages and saying yeah maybe this is it and so they plunge into this crazy caper to, to see whether it was a murder or not
1: as always, I don't like to go into too big of spoilers because this is an introduction to the, these movies for people, but sort of spoiler, maybe not. If there was to be a sequel, not now, it, it's too long now, but if you had gone back to like 94, 95 and they did something, what would you have liked to see? seen?
0: I mean, I would have liked to have seen like why... They're running into another murder because I mean th- it would be weird. It would be a little strange. That's why I was at, I thought the question was a very interesting question because I'm like once in your life running into a murder that's a big deal. Going into another one, so I, I'd be wondering like <laughs> are they now like detectives? Are they doing like a a sleuth? Like are, is this going to be like a murder show where it's going to be now a series like The Thin Man where they're just running into to murders? Because the whole point is it's just an ordinary middle class couple. So mm. I think it would have been an I I would like an explanation of what are they doing that they keep running into a, another murder and why would why would that happen. It would be interesting. It would be an interesting idea.
1: yeah maybe it's just part of living in New York, who knows. <laughs> <Possibly>. <laughs> also, I'll tell you one thought I had. It wouldn't be you wouldn't be able to put it into a full film, but I want to see like a 5 10 minute short film about the mystery in the attic they had before this they talk they just reference it briefly when Woody Allen's finally because Woody Allen's character, he doesn't want to buy into this anyway. This no. is mainly Diane Keaton. It's about an hour or so in before he really buys in. But he does briefly mention a mystery they had to solve in the attic, which is nowhere near what this is. But I'd like to see like a 10-minute short
0: film covering that. That would have been cute. It reminded me of the scene in Annie Hall where he and Diane Keaton are battling lobsters in the kitchen. I've it seen Annie
1: Hall once. I do not remember it that well.
0: Oh, uh, I, rec- I recommend to see it again. It's a beautiful I-, I need to revisit.
1: <laughs> All right, so... Now we go into territory a lot of people don't like to talk about, the remake. If you were to make this today, because I don't know many people who have Woody Allen mannerisms these days. So who would you go
0: with? Well, so the interesting thing is because it's an auteur piece, like Allen wrote it, directed it, uh, starred in it. It's interesting to uh, the idea of somebody remaking an auteur piece like that. I mean, I, I always thought if, if it would be remade again, I, I, I would see a director hiring another comedian to do right. it instead of having somebody write it, direct it, and star in it himself. I would pr- I would probably see it like maybe being like a Ben Stiller or a you know, comedic actor of that kind, maybe even Adam Sandler, but then somebody directing them and then writing the script themselves. Because even though Sandler and Stiller do write, I don't know if they'd be able to to write a, a mystery. So I, I yeah, I would think probably Ben Stiller. I mean, it, it, it would make the most sense because he's kind of, I mean, his dad was Jerry Stiller, and Jerry Stiller yeah. was of that kind of borscht-belty comedy, and his he kind of inherited some of that. So I would probably say Ben Stiller. Well, you know,
1: in an offbeat kind of way, you just made me think of something with Ben Stiller. I think there's a movie, have you ever seen Duplex with him and Drew Barrymore? Yes. I think Danny yes, I DeVito did.
0: directs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's kind of got similar things to this, actually. It does, it does, it does, definitely, yeah. I, I, so, yeah, and like I said, he, he of the comedians that are working now that are, like, in that age group, because, you know, he's, he's, he's not in middle age, I think he's the closest thing we have to a Woody Allen. I mean, there was a movie that Woody Allen did called uh, Celebrity with Kenneth Branagh, but he didn't star in it, and Kenneth Branagh was the lead character, and Kenneth Branagh did basically Woody Allen impression for the film, and it didn't come off so great, I think. So, I mean, <laughs> I think it would be interesting to see Ben Stiller in it, but maybe, hopefully, he doesn't feel like he needs to do a Woody Allen impression.
1: Yeah, do his own book. thing.
0: Yeah, basically.
1: Yeah, I don't think, I mean, I know, I think you had mentioned at one point to me in an email, John Mulaney. Yeah and I'm pretty sure he's done the Woody Allen voice on Big Mouth, and he nails it, but I don't know if he could pull off the mannerism. Like the thing that stuck out in my mind just watching Woody Allen in this is the scene with him and uh, Angelica Houston's also in this. Yes, she's amazing in it. Yeah, so with them two, the, they're the, the playing the card trick and the way he's shuffling the cards nonstop and then putting them on the table, <laughs> and it's just so quick, and so, and I just don't see anybody really doing that. I don't know who no. would do that.
0: I mean if John Mulaney did I think what I liked about John Mulaney and why I chose him was John Mulaney is very specific in his comedy and how he chooses it and I think actually if John Mulaney did take it on I think I'd trust him to write the script too he's very specific he his comedy is very like detailed and so I think uh I think that's why initially I would have chosen maybe John Mulaney although he's very young and kind of uh I I don't know the the age is part of the importance of it because it's about The two couples being middle-aged and Dianne King's character being worried that, you know, that maybe they're becoming in a rut and Woody Allen being kind of happy and satisfied. And that interesting like tension of he's satisfied, he's content. He has this great marriage, a nice life, you know, a kid that goes to Brown. I mean, that's amazing. And she's just feeling a little ennui. And so I think uh, John Lennie would have been good, but I think Ben Stiller being middle-aged and he being maybe cast against a middle-aged actress i think it would have been better because that would have brought home the because the big motivator of keaton's character is it's boredom right she's bored well, Let's go. who would you put to put keaton, keaton's character um see the thing is it's interesting because there are not that many female comedians working like Diane keaton uh i would think the closest would be emma stone um she's very funny i think she's a very funny comedian and she's very good and i think she's the closest thing we have to a Diane keaton but again she's a little young uh, maybe Melissa McCarthy somebody like that again it's it's I think the era of the female comedic actress isn't really a thing anymore which I think is a shame I think right. it's a sad thing I think we need more of them uh like the Goldie Hans or the Bette Midler's or things like that we don't really have that many of them um so I would think maybe or maybe Ellie Kemper but again these women are very young yeah. so you would have to change the script to figure out why why are they so bored that they have nothing better to do with their lives than to, like, you know, sn- uh, snoop on their on their neighbors, and that could be done with a good script.
1: Yeah, and I think if you went with the Ellie Kemper, then you could bring back in the John Mulaney. That
0: would be the age, yeah. right age. For and that. then, and then, it, and then, the thing about Ellie Kemper, which is great, which is what Diane Keaton has, is a great sense of physical comedy too. Because Ellie Kemper is amazing at like physical comedy, as you've seen in The Office or in. Yep. In, That's where uh, I know
1: her from mainly, is The Office.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's brilliant she's a very funny uh, actress and but yeah I, I would think someone like that again Melissa McCarthy's great when it comes to like having to do a great pratfall or something like that she's she's kind of amazing as well
1: true so do you have anybody in mind for Alan Alda because he's another important part of this
0: yeah so it's interesting with Alan Alda because I, I if I if I had to recast it with with instead of Alan Alda again probably like one of the Wilson brothers Luke or Owen Wilson Somebody who's a good straight man to a funny com- comedic uh, foil. So right. I would probably, I probably do one of the the Owen brothers. I think Luke, excuse me, Owen Wilson is very good and has worked with Alan in the past, so he does get the rhythms of that kind of jokes. So I think one of the Wilson brothers would have been okay.
1: I think based off what you're saying, because you're once again bringing up another familiarity for me, and that would be Owen Wilson's character in Meet the Parents with Ben Stiller. Yeah. So I'd almost might want to go Luke Wilson to see the difference, just because now Grant he's an old flame and not just a yeah, crush yeah. in uh meet the parents, but it would be similar there.
0: So, But and it's interesting you see, because meet the parents I find very the first one I got kind of it fell off the rails with the other four or five that came after, but the first one is very I find a lot of influences of Woody Allen in the film, particularly the the Ben Stiller being the the nebbish, the uncomfortable nebbish uh, rubbing up against a more, quote, masculine character, the father, which is what Woody Allen's character does almost in every film.
1: All right. So what I want you to do, if someone's not so maybe they're not a Woody Allen fan, maybe they've never seen a Woody Allen, make a make a pitch for them to go watch this film.
0: It's a great uh, intro to Woody Allen movies because it's not, a super Woody Alleny movie, if that makes sense. It doesn't fall into his too cerebral or too death obsessed uh, stuff, which is what he usually does. It's fun. It's a fun it, movie. I, I that's agree. what I liked it about a it. Fun movie. It was. A it's fun just movie. a fun movie. It's 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 really escapist. Uh, New York is gorgeous in it. So if you like movies about New York, he loves New York, I and mean, then that's another thing about Woody. Allen. So I would recommend this because it's just a fun, funny movie. You know, it doesn't ask a lot of the audience which is why i like it because you know you don't have to you don't have to think too much to watch it. it's a bit of a of escapist which is sometimes what we need especially now
1: <laughs> you know what i agree i second that i agree it was fun. it was very fun i had a good time with this so this is I'm not glad. one I, like i said never even heard of and it's not one i probably
0: would have watched even if i come across it honestly no. but i'm glad i did because this was I'm good glad. Yeah. i'm glad it, 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 it's it's when he wrote it, he, when he talks about writing it and filming it, if for him, it, I mean, depending on how you feel with a on, for him, it was a, a good salve for what he was going through. He, it was almost like a reset for him because he was so uh, obviously troubled by what was going on in his personal life at, the, at that time.
1: All right. Well, Peter, I think that's going to wrap this one up. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find you online?
0: Sure. It's the aisle.wordpress.com and uh my twitter handle is uh peter loves movies and you can i i always post my articles online so you can catch them
1: all right sounds good and as always you can follow the show at ynf movie pod on twitter and instagram available wherever you get your podcasts and be sure to check back next week as i'll have another guest and another movie and who knows that may become your next favorite movie you guys take care i'll talk to you next time